I've seen sometimes I've given out blows and people are on their feet because we are sick and tired of lies. We want the truth of God's word. I said we want the truth of God's word. And so, so Paul makes it very clear the days that we are living in. I want you to re read with me this scripture in this book of 2 Timothy chapter, chapter 4 and verse 3. And I think we're going to read until verse 4 about But think of, hear this. He says, for the time will come. That time is now. When they will not endure sound doctrine. But according to their own desires, because they have itching ears, they will heap up for themselves teachers. And they will turn their ears away from the truth and be turned aside to fables. Now, Paul makes it very clear. He says the time will come where people will no longer endure sound doctrine. In other words, we have a woke generation. We have people that when you preach against abortion, they will find themselves a church that stands for abortion. Come on, if you say that you can't drink and serve the Lord, they will get a church where the, where the, whole, the whole board of directors is drinking. Oh, come on, don't shout me down when I'm preaching good. You, you know, we are living in a society where we don't want to call sin, sin. We want to say it's an affair while it's adultery. Come on, we want to say it's just, you know, people say you can drink, just don't get drunk. I say, I like that. You can cheat, just don't get caught. This is, this is the generation that we're living in that we don't want sound doctrine. Come on, I need somebody to help me preach in this place. We don't want sound doctrine. We want, we don't even want preachers today. We want cheerleaders. Somebody that tells us how happy God is with my sin. You know, when God understands, God understands only one thing, and that is His Word. And His ways is higher than your ways. And, and listen to me, it's a fact. I told people this often. I said, there's a 0,01% chance that your child will become a Springbok rugby player. But there's a 100% chance that he's going to stand before God one day and give accountability. Hello? Hello? 100%. That you're going to stand before God and give accountability. Now, I know there's a lot of stuff going on on Facebook. You know, there's people that says, we want to say, we are sorry that the church has hurt you. And we are sorry that you didn't feel good in church and that you're not loved in church. I want to say sorry that most preachers has not preached the truth to you and say, thus saith the Lord. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that they preach you into hell. Oh, come on, I'm speaking to somebody. I said, I am sorry that they are preaching you to hell. I'm sorry that they make you comfortable in your sin. That's what I am sorry for. I am sorry that they did not preach the truth. I'm sorry that they made grace cheap. I'm sorry that they trampled the blood of Christ underfoot. I'm sorry that they insult the spirit of grace. I'm sorry that they lied to you to keep your money. I'm sorry to you that you are bound going to hell. Hallelujah. But I'll never apologize for preaching the truth and making you uncomfortable. Never. I would rather stand at the throne of God and have a thousand people tell me, you make me mad when you preach, but you preach Jesus to me and now I'm free than 10,000 in hell. Hallelujah. I said, hallelujah. We are living in peerless times. Times where people don't want sound doctrine. So when this pastor says abortion is wrong in the eyes of God, I go to a church that says God understands. I tell you right now, abortion is murder. God says thou shall not kill. You're a murderer. My body, my choice, but that child has no choice. 
That child has no choice, ripping his head off his body. That child has no choice. Satan is after a generation. I said the devil is after a generation to kill a generation. But thank God that there are those who are called by God. The remnant is standing up in this hour and say so we will push back darkness. Now I want to say this to you. If you had an abortion in your old life, you are forgiven. But if you are saved that you're saved, born again, and you still stand for abortion, you are not saved. You are on your way to hell. Are you listening to me? Shout hallelujah if you're here. Come on one more time. Hallelujah. People want preachers that will tell them what they want to hear. We want preachers that will not be bold and loud and say it as it is. Come on, we want the cheerleader. Oh, God's not mad at you. He's mad about you. Anything to tell them whatever they want to hear so they don't find another church. I'm telling you right now, if they leave, it's not because you didn't preach to them. They leave because they carry no fruit. The Bible says God cuts them off. I said the Bible says God cuts them off because they have no fruit. People don't leave your life for no reason. They leave your life because there's no fruit. Jesus says this, in the last days people will become offended. My goodness, we are not 12 anymore. Paul says, when I was a child, I spoke like a child. I fought like a child. But now that I'm grown up, come on, I speak like a grown. If you're still offended because what people say and think about you, it's time to grow up. It's time to put up a big boy pants and say, I'm not going to lose my salvation over somebody's opinion over my life. Come on, tell your neighbor, he's talking to you. Come on, tell your neighbor, he's talking to you. You have to understand this. this. This is not the time to be offended. This is the time to be free, liberated from what people think and people say. I just want to serve the Lord. You see, this is what a, a woman said. You know, I'm not coming back to this church because there's no love in this church. I said, do you have the love? Oh, yes. Then why are you leaving? You've got what the church needs. Why do you leave? You've got everything that the church needs. You know, I'm not going to that church because the church is hypocrites. Why do you go back to your job? Why do you go to the mall? That's packed with hypocrites. The church has hurt me. Do you know what the problem is? Your eyes have been on people and not on God. If your eyes is on Jesus, when you go to church because of Jesus and not because of man, you'll be in a better position in your life. Ooh, I'm setting you free this morning. I said, I'm setting you free this morning. They didn't greet me. They didn't like me. Who cares? Who cares? I said, who cares? Me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Can I preach to you? We've got Christians that church hoppers. Pot blonde Christians. But the psalmist says he's rooted in the house of God. Shall flourish and be established even in the old days. I don't know why people leave churches. The Bible says the only hope is the church. The gates of hell shall not prevail against the church. You know, I like what, what people say. You know, I found Jesus, but I hate the church. What did you find? You found a cult. Monkeypox. But it's not you found Jesus. If you found Jesus, you love his church. I don't want to go to church, but you want to go to heaven. You're going to have a hard time in heaven. I'm going to be there. Your neighbor's going to be there. Are you listening to me? I'm not going to church because of this. Listen to me right now. Forget people and put your eyes on Jesus. Come on, shout glory. 
people treat the church as an afterthought. Oh, the church is busy. You know, I've read the article that they say that 95% of the world's problems is Christians. If we can just stop Christianity around the world, let me tell you, devil, Jesus says I'm building my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. Doesn't matter what they say about the church, the church shall prevail in this final hour. We will prevail. Come on, shout, we will prevail. I said, we will prevail. I'm begging you right now, stop getting a place, going to a church where you feel comfortable. You know, we don't go there because we go to other church because the music. Who do we sing to? We don't sing to you. We worship God. So if the music makes you comfortable, you're in the wrong place. You need a place where they usher the praises of God right into the midst of His people. When we worship God, because that's what worship is all about. It's all about Him, the great I Am, the King of kings, and the Lord of lords. Hallelujah. Come on, shout glory. glory. We want places, churches, where we are comfortable in our sins. I don't want to be challenged. I don't want a preacher to tell me what to do. Listen to me, if I can't rebuke you, I can't be your preacher. You know, only God can judge Show me where that's in the Bible. That's Tupac. That's not the word of God. Jesus says in the book of Matthew chapter 7, when you judge, judge righteously. Zechariah the prophet says, you have to judge truthfully. Paul says, do not have any, anything to do with darkness. Rather expose it. In other words, judge it. Timothy says the word of God has been given to rebuke and to exhort. Are you listening to me? Only God can judge. No ways. The scripture even says, judge yourselves whether you are still of the faith. Paul says this. He says that I have, you have to check yourself whether you are still of the faith. Let me just quickly say this. Let me help you understand something. When the Holy Spirit comes in a man, you cannot, I repeat, you cannot be the same man ever again. Ever again. Jesus says this in his own words, unless a man be born again, he'll never inherit the kingdom of God. Never. Can I preach to somebody? He said, never. Well, Vessel, we don't believe in hell because God don't send people to hell. Matthew chapter 10, Matthew chapter 13, Matthew 25, Mark chapter 9, Revelation 21. Jesus says, fear him that can put both body and soul into hell. Jesus says in Matthew 13, in his own words, there will be weeping and a gnashing of teeth. Come on, Matthew 25, he says, go away into eternal fire. Mark chapter 9 says that the fire shall never be quenched. Revelation 21 says... That all sinners, all unrighteous, all fornicators, all adulterers, all homosexuals, their part is in the pool of fire. What don't we understand about it? We don't have preachers that preaches on hell because we're going to lose people. I would rather lose you now and see you saved and see you go to hell and burn forever. Hell is not a fairy tale. People say, well, you know, hell is just for a season. That's not what the book of Mark says. The book of Mark says that fire is not quenched. Let me ask you a question. When last did you hear? Okay, I'm asking the wrong church. When last did you hear about hell? 
When last did you hear that there's a, you know, vessel hell? Speaking about hell is not love. What is love? Is love pacifying you into hell? Or is love preaching you out of hell? Telling you that there's a heaven to gain and a hell to shun. Love. This is why Paul says, I warn you. This is why I love you. I warn you. I love you. I warn you. Love is not seeing you sit down and, and, and on your way to hell and me not telling you that there's a, there's a better way. Jesus in his own words, the Bible calls him that he's love. God is love, right? But he in his own words says, unless a man is born again, he will not inherit the kingdom of God. Do you want to tell me that's not love? For God so loved the world. That's what people is stuck on. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Whoever believes in him, that they might not perish but have everlasting life. Read on. But those who do not believe is already condemned. I want to preach on grace this morning. What grace is not and what grace is. People don't realize what grace is. People don't know they are playing on the devil's porch. When it comes to grace... You know, let me explain something to you. You have to see grace as a person. If you don't see grace as a person, you'll never understand the power of grace. Grace is not given. I'll give you scriptures now. But grace is not given so that you can do whatever you want to do and say, Lord, forgive me. You know, I, heard, I heard people say, you can drink as long as you drink in Christ. So you can war, just war in Christ. Still in Christ. What rubbish are we talking the Bible says if you know something is sin and you do it to you, it will be sin. So grace is an empowerment to rule over sin. Because before grace, there was a law. The law says you could not do this, you can't do that, you can't do that. But grace is a person and that person takes the desires out of you to sin. So now it's no longer I cannot do this and I cannot do that. It's now I don't want to do this and I don't want to do that. People don't realize this. Don't tell me for a second you are born again and you sin easily. Because there must be a person in you that reminds you of your righteousness. A person in you, not a feeling. People say, I've got this feeling I shouldn't go there. It's a person. It's the Holy Spirit in you that says, don't go there. Don't say that. Sometimes you want to tell people, hello, but it's like the, whew, there's no word, I can't say anything. It's the Holy Spirit. He zips your lip. It's not a something told me to be quiet, it's a someone. Grace is a person. Say with me, grace is a person. Now, you know what First Timothy says? He says in the last days, people will no longer listen to sound doctrine, but they will follow doctrines of demons. Let me be this preacher that says, says this to you, that extreme grace is doctrines of demons. Telling people that you can give your life to the Lord and go back to your sinful nature. You're going to stand before God. You better hear me. Teachers, you want to be a teacher of the word? You're going to stand and give a great accountability that day. Because you're sending people to hell. If you tell people, do whatever you want to do. I heard a guy, he's, he's freaking sister, he's on drugs and on everything else. But at least he's righteous. She can't be righteous. Listen to me, you can't be the bride of Christ and the girlfriend of Satan. You have to choose who you want to serve. But the church world will make you feel comfortable. God understands. I don't know about you. I've seen it all over the world. He who the Son of Man sets free is free indeed.
not halfway. God does not meet you halfway. If you say, Lord, here I am, He meets you all the way. He'll set you free. I said, He will set you free. Now, I'm not talking to, listen, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show you a couple of scriptures today that might shock you. Because I'm going to teach you how to read your Bible. People don't read their Bibles. Now, I made, this, I made this comment, and I know I'm live, so I'm going to say it as it is. I made this comment on Wednesday that the, the head of the satanic church, he gave his life to the Lord. Until you listen to his interview. He's arrogant. Jesus appeared to him, and he told Jesus, you better prove yourself to me. But listen to me right now. Jesus did everything. And, and, and he wants to be a preacher of grace already, but Paul says, a novice should not preach. A novice should not preach. You know, people come here and tell me, listen, I've got a great gift. Where do I serve? First, where you're sitting now, that's where you serve. You sit under the Word of God. You've been taught the Word of God. You sit under the anointing of God, and you change your ways. You see, repentance is not me being arrogant. Repentance is me falling on my face, crying out to God and change. Change. When I gave my life to the Lord, I wept bitterly. Bitterly. People say, no, repentance is not crying. Let me tell you, that's part of it. Because you have sorrow in your heart. How could I hurt him so much? How could I turn my back on him? How could I do the things that I've done? How could, come on, I'm thinking to somebody. And then there's a change in you. The Bible says that all who's in Christ is a new creation. Come on, the old things is gone away. Behold, I have made all things new. You are brand new. You can't be the same man. So let me explain something to you. What, what does it mean to be born again when you were a murderer in your old life? Now you might say, Vesla, I didn't kill somebody physically. Well, maybe you hate somebody. You're a murderer according to the word of God. Now you give your life to Jesus. Now you murder again. You're not born again. When you give your life to Jesus, you are sorrowful. Lord, I can't imagine me killing somebody or hating somebody. Please forgive me. Change my nature. I'll never hurt you again. And then the desire to murder is out of you. There's no more desire because you adopt his nature. Are you listening to me? You adopt his nature. And when you adopt his nature, this is why Paul says you are a new creation. Repentance means to turn away. Turn away. Not now doing it because you're under grace. Romans chapter 6 says, I'm going to read it. Get, get it on the screen. I don't want to quote it. I want to read it. Did you see it's in the Bible? Romans chapter 6. Romans. Let me help them in the back. Romans chapter 6 verse 1. What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? Certainly not. How shall we who died to sin live any longer in it? Can I read that again? By the way, if you don't know this, this is a grace preacher that said this. All right? The minister of grace. Just go back. What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? Certainly not. How shall we who died to sin live any longer in it? So when you give your life to Jesus Christ, you've died to sin. So Paul says, because you're under grace, does that mean that you can sin and do whatever you want to do because grace is enough? Grace is a person. I said, grace is a person. Do you know how great that is now? Now there's no desire to steal. There's no desire to lie. Because I have been, become the righteousness of God through Christ Jesus, the Holy Spirit, this is why we need Him in us. I want to say this to you, people of God. When we hear the truth of God's Word, it must be a fire that's shut in our bones. 
Hallelujah. It should not make us mad. It should change us. Say it should change us. So that's what the Bible says. It says this. That when because this, this grace does not mean that you continue in sin any longer. You are supposed to be dead in sin. Say with me, I'm supposed to be dead in sin. Now I know a lot of people don't like this. I don't care. I am not a hireling. I'm a servant of the most high God. I'm not standing before you one day and, and will hear the words depart from me. I never knew you. I'm standing before a living God. And I want you to understand this and listen to me. I know I'm preaching to 90% of this church not because you understand the word of God. But I, I, I preach to 100% world out there that needs to know the truth. Amen? You know, I don't like this past. I'm not coming back. Find yourself a Germany that tells you every gay people. Find yourself a preacher that says, come and have a drink afterwards. I've, I'm, I've been preaching most of my life. Most churches, I've been in churches in South Africa around the corner. After you preach, they hand you a beer. I know exactly what I'm talking about. I know churches here that, that you ask you to preach for a weekend. And part of the, the thing that you get is a woman for the night or the woman for the weekend. Because we have wimps behind our pulpits that don't want to preach God's word and God's truth. I've been to the Philippines by myself, got there. A pastor told me, I've organized for you a whole massage weekend. I said, let me tell you something. Number one, I'm a man of God. Number two, I have the spirit of God in me. Number three, I'm married. Nobody touches me. He says, well, a whole group goes. I say, enjoy it. I say, he said, okay, what if a man massage you? I said, I'll chuck Norris him back to his mother. <laughs> you see, I could do that. My wife is not there. But let me tell you something. The Holy Spirit is there. The Spirit of God. He says, it doesn't matter where you go. I see you. You go on a mountain. I'm there. When you go under the sea, I'm there. You can't be without Him. He's everywhere. And we cannot... Hear me, church of Jesus, we cannot take this holy God and bring him down into our sinful lives and believe that God is happy with our sinful life. Oh, I'm going to make, I'm going to get people mad right now. You think grace is the following? You think you have, a extra, you have an affair outside your marriage? You have sex with a man or a woman that's not your wife or your husband. And here God steps into that room and he applauses you and says, wow, you're under grace. How can we think it? How can we think it? Or you have a same-sex relationship and God steps into the room and says, well done, you're under grace. While His Word says, no homosexual, no adulterer, no adulteress, no sodomite shall enter the kingdom of God. Somebody needs to warn you. Grace is not cheap, people. You can never preach the truth without the power of God backing you up. This is anointing speaking now. You better grab a hold of this. This God is so holy, we can't bring Him down into our sinful lives. And say God is happy because of grace. 
because of grace you do not have a desire when you're a man for another man and a woman for another woman and you have no desire to cheat your spouse you have no desire to steal somebody's money that's not yours you have no desire to kill you have a desire to please him to come on to look like him in his image come on as I behold in a mirror come on his glory that's my only desire my only desire is how can I shake the gates of hell Come on, how can we storm the gates of heaven? How can we get people saved? So this preacher only asks you this, forgive the church for not preaching the truth to you. You can't live in, this, in a sinful life and think on your deathbed you're going to make right of God. God shall not be mocked. I said God shall not be mocked. But basically God loves the sinner, absolutely. But he hates the sin. And I read the Bible. He does not send sin to hell. He sends sinners to hell. Not the sin. By the way, pride comes before the fall. Because of pride, Satan was thrown out of heaven. We celebrate all the stupid stuff. I think sometimes we make stupid people famous. Amen? I can mention a couple, I won't. But my goodness, Lord help us. I said, Lord help us. Come on, I want you to say, Lord Jesus, change my heart. So people, I've heard, I've heard this my whole life, especially when this extreme grace message came into the body of Christ. It's like poison because if I say extreme grace, extreme grace means that whatever I do, I can do whatever I want to do. I'm forgiven. I'm righteous. That's extreme grace. Okay. Did you know that Jesus said, I have the power to put your name in the Lamb's book of life and I have the power to blot it out. In other words, there's no such thing as once saved, always saved. Don't believe the lie of the devil. If you are not at the end of your life more in love with Jesus, more sold out to Jesus, you're going to miss heaven. Are you listening to me? Not once saved, always saved. Bull twang to get people going, coming to church. Thank God for Faith City. Thank God for Faith City. Listen. I'm actually... An evangelist that pastors. You know how dangerous that is? Because normally you go to churches, you evangelize all devils out of them and you go home. And the pastor needs to... He's doing the fixing. Oh, Now I have to evangelize and, and fix at the same time. So turn or burn! Don't worry, you all make it to heaven. You all make it to heaven. Come on, I want to ask you, and I, I, I can't be offended. How many of you say, I want a preacher that preaches hell out of me? He preaches the hell out of me. I want a preacher that preaches. If you didn't lift your hand, I'm sorry, guys. I'm never changing. I'm never changing. Do you know why? Because when I had an encounter with God, He made me who I am today. He put a fire in me that cannot be quenched. He removed every hair of fear from my back. I fear no one. I fear God who has the power. I said the power. People don't read the Bible. You know, I've heard this so many times. You know, there's no more condemnation. And everybody walks around, there's no more condemnation. But that's not what the Bible says. Read the whole Bible. Read it in context. Romans chapter 8. Let me show you that in Scripture. Romans. Maybe if I sing it to her, she'll get it. 
Let me get it. Before her room is set for No. You don't have the right verse. Romans chapter 8. I won. Romans chapter 8 verse 1. There is therefore now no condemnation. People stop there. It's not where it stops. Read on. There's no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus who do not walk according to the flesh but according to the spirit. So in other words, when you are born again, there's no more condemnation. But when you are born again, you, it means that you are in Christ. In Christ means I do what His Word tells me to do. I hate sin. I hate this world. No, you didn't hear me. I hate this world. I hate sin. I'm walking according to the Spirit, not according to the flesh. Then alone, there's no more condemnation for you. But when you are not walking according to the Spirit, but walking according to the flesh, it's condemnation. The Bible says those who do not believe, Jesus in his own words says, they are already condemned. So in other words, when you hear the truth, in here, out there, you're already condemned. Did you know that? According to the word of God, you've rejected the truth. You've rejected the truth. So you're already condemned. You see, this is what the extreme grace brings to the table. There's no more condemnation. But they don't read further. Maybe they've got the wrong translation of the Bible. Maybe they don't have a Bible. Listen to me, I've never in my life, when I get, I can get angry real quick, especially when it comes to unrighteousness, my goodness gracious. Now, sometimes when I get angry, I feel so bad. Now, I want to ask you a question. Now, why do I feel bad? It's because the Holy Spirit reminds me of my righteousness. Now, how can we, the Bible says, how can we who's dead to sin live any longer in it? In other words, you know something is wrong and you want to do it. It tells me that you're not born again. Because when you were born again, you would have a person, the Holy Spirit, that will knock on your heart's door and say, you know that's wrong, don't do it. He'll convict you so much that you will not want to sin. Oh, it's very quiet. Do you understand what grace is? You see, the Bible says the law was a tutor that will teach us the way, like a teacher in school. Now that we have grace, we don't need a tutor because... Basically, the best tutor of it all lives on the inside of you. There's no more written on tablets, but it's written in your heart. Now, one of the things that I just quickly want to teach you on, when you are born again, you hate this world. Jesus said this. He says, if you're a lover of this world, you're an enemy of God. You can't be both. Can I say that again? You can't stand Saturday with your castle lager on Loftus Fairfield. And in Sunday, bless the Lord, oh my soul. You're a hypocrite. You're a hypocrite. Okay, I'll go on. You beat your wife during the week. Holy, holy, holy are you, Lord. You're a hypocrite. Who are you to say I'm a hypocrite? Jesus told the teachers of the law. He says, you hypocrites. Brood of vapors. Seed of Satan. Oh, come on. Did he say, oh, love, 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 love. Love made a whip. Love tossed over the tables. Love whipped them. Chased them out and said, this is my father's house. That's love. Love says, be holy 
for I am holy. Without holiness, no man shall see God. Are you listening to me? I hope that you are angry by now. Because the truth will do something. It will get you uncomfortable and then it's going to set you free. And then it's going to help you. You know why I say this? Because on social media, people don't want to work. So what they want to do is they want to become preachers. You should not preach unless you're called. You better hear me right now. This is a holy calling. This is not a good idea. Let me tell you, while you're a preacher, there's no pension fund. There's no pension. Okay, some of them are going on pension. But if you're truly called of God, He's your pension. When you put your foot in heaven, that's your pension. But long as long as the earth remains, we'll preach this glorious gospel of Jesus Christ. Let me, can I go quickly? Can I go on? You want to you serve the Lord? You'll be hated by all men. People will hate you. They will speak lies about you. They will... My goodness, we are living in the times where they will drag us to court for what we say. But Jesus says, don't you worry. In that hour, I will give you what you're supposed to say. Do not fear them. I say, do not fear them. Some of you will be in bonds and in chains. But don't you worry. At that hour, the Spirit of God shall come upon you. And know you will know what to say. How do you know uh, the Spirit of God is upon a man when he preaches the truth and people gnashes on their teeth and say, how can this man say it? Woo! People share a lot of stuff on social media. There's a guy that you share, big name. I check you. He don't even believe that Jesus exists all the time. But he gives some good quotes and make you feel good about yourself. You see, listen to me. I can give you quotes and it can keep you until tomorrow morning. Or I can give you this life of Christ Jesus. It will keep you a lifetime. Cliches will not set you free. You need the truth of God. Come on. We know we like to rhyme. It's like the Afrikaners when they sing a song, everything rhymes. Ek het een toeter, een toeter op my waterskoeter, as lang het net rein. I'm too blessed to be stressed, too anointed to be disappointed. When the devil messes, God blesses. You know, we want to... But we don't want to say, be holy for I am holy. Without holiness, no man shall see God. We don't want to tell people, listen to me, turn your life or you're going to go to hell. Leave your sin behind. Break off that, break off that relationship. We don't want to hear that. Tell me, vessel again, how much God wants to bless me. You can have all the money in the world and still go to hell. I'm sorry that the church has not spoken the truth to you. I'm sorry that you've, if you, even if you, if you come here and you've ever felt comfortable in the message, I'm sorry for that. I want to see these people grow into the full stature of Christ. I want to see you all in heaven. Like I said the other day, if I don't see you here, I want to see you in the sky. I want to see you in that great day. Come on, when the archangel shouts from heaven with a voice of a trumpet, I want to see you go up with me. Come on, we're going to rejoice in heaven together. We'll be with the Lord forever and forever and forever. Because he's coming back for a body without spot and wrinkle. Woo! Thank you, Jesus, for your grace that has set us free. Come on, I want you to start to thank Him for the blood of the Lamb. Come on, wherever you're sitting right now, thank Him for the blood of the Lamb. Hallelujah. Can I preach? 
1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 9, I want to read that to you. That's very important to understand. Now, please remember, Jesus says, unless a man is born again, he will not inherit the kingdom of God. Listen to what Paul says. Do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Now, people say, you know, the kingdom of God is different than the kingdom of heaven. Let me quickly tell you, at the end of the day, the kingdom of God and the kingdom of heaven will be one. So don't take this out of context, please. Do not be deceived. Neither fornicators, nor adulterers, nor adulterers, nor homosexuals, nor sodomites, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers. We like to party. That's revilers. Nor extortioners will inherit the kingdom of God. Read on. This is a big one that they miss. And such were some of you were, not is. Some were. In other words, Paul spoke to them. He says, I'm speaking to people. Maybe you have been a homosexual and you've been a sodomite and you've been an adulterer and a thief and a murderer, but no longer are you. Because while you were still a sinner, Christ has died for you. Do you read it? It says some were, not is. So grace does not keep you in sin. Grace sets you apart. It sets you free. Some were. Now, do you know what love is? Love is, I'm going to use this example. You're a murderer. You give your life to Jesus. The church accepts you, knowing that you were a murderer. Because now, according to the word of God, you never murdered anybody. When you give your life to Jesus completely. All right? The Bible says he removes your sin as far as the west is from the east, and he never thinks about it ever again. In other words, it never happened. So somebody can come to you and say, how can you serve the Lord? You were a murderer. You can tell them it never happened. When did that happen? I don't know about that. You know, the Bible says, if I'm born again, I'm a new creation. All the old things is passed away. Behold, he's made all things new. That's under the blood. It's forgiven. Say with me, it's forgiven. But you have to understand, such were. Not such is, some of you need. Such were. Do you know what Paul says? Paul spoke to the church. And he says, I have found among you sexual sins. Sin, sexual sins that are not even supposed to be mentioned among you. Do you know what Paul says? Paul didn't say, but I'm not going to judge. Paul says, I'm giving you over to Satan for the destruction of your flesh. Do you hear me? But what does, the, what does people say? Only God can judge. But here Paul says, you know what, what the Bible says? Judge righteously. This means judge spiritually. Don't look upon a man and say, yeah, Justin, the brain broke out from that with brain schooner. He's wrong. You don't judge the appearance of a man. You judge the inside of a man. This is why he says exposition. Don't cover it up. Expose it. Let me tell you why many people are not getting healed. The Bible says you have to confess to one another. Then you'll be healed. Ooh, it's quiet. Mark my words today. I feel it as strong as ever that the Lord is about to clean house. Jesus is about to clean house. A lot of people that you looked up to and thought, this is the man, will no longer be the man. Do you know why? Because Christ is coming back for a glorious church. Shout hallelujah. So do you understand that? You have to read further. Such were some of you. This means past tense. Born again means everything you've done prior to being born again, past tense. I no longer do it. I'm going to leave the best one for last. 
I'm buying this DVD myself. <laughs> We're almost there. Do you enjoy this? Yes. I said, do you enjoy this? Yes. So grace is not a free ticket to sin. Grace is an empowerment. It removes everything that I wanted to do in my past life. It removes me in my new life. I don't want that no more. You know, I always make jokes about that. So no longer do you get invited to family, Bryce. It's because the Lord shows you that you're better than that. Now, Vessel, Jesus sat with the sinners. He did not sin with them. Know the difference. Know the difference. The Bible says, blessed is the man who does not sit with, with, in the seat of the scornful and sit with the wickedness. Light and darkness does not mix. I said light and darkness does not mix. You know what the funny thing is? People that say the church has hurt me, you know, because there's no love in the church. They leave the church, then I wonder where's the love for that church. It's quiet now. They judge every preacher. If the preacher looks like he's going to eat Kentucky. He just looks like he eats Kentucky. This is why I'm so thin. <laughs> it's easy to speak on love. Until you have to release love and show love. Amen. Instead of saying, did you see how long the, the, the church grass is? Why don't you come and say, I love this church so much, let me cut the grass. Oh, did you see the toilets are so filthy? You've got a calling, clean it. Ooh, it's quiet. Oh, it's quiet. Did you see how the cars parked all over? Park the cars, that's your calling. Glory be to the Lamb of God. Mark my words, five minutes from now. Glory of the Lord is just going to fill this whole house. It's going to change lives today. How many of you say, Vesel, you preached me free this morning. You preached me free. Listen to me. Even if you hear it on social media, if it's not biblical, don't believe it. Don't share it. If it's not in the Bible, don't believe it and don't share it. I know it sounds very nice. To say you've given your life to Jesus, do whatever you want to do. Just go and sin. Just sin in Christ. Sounds nice. Vessel, I can drink. I should just not overdo it. Yes. Cheat your wife. Just don't overdo it. Steal a million, not two million, because that's overdoing it. You see, in that day, your opinion is not going to matter. Many people read the Bible, they read, they, they read from second opinion, chapter 4, verse 2. But in that day, he's going to say, go away. I never knew you, you worker of iniquity. So when you are born again, there's a change in you. When I was born again, you know, first thing I wanted to do, I wanted to learn. I didn't come to a place where I said, I know everything. You know, people, people don't understand this. This is how the devil gets in. You get angry, you leave a church. My season has changed. Okay. I don't know why Christians are still in seasons. We're supposed to be the head and not the tail. Come on, we are supposed to rule and to reign. But what we do is now, we don't realize this, that when you leave the covering of a church, you're an open target for the devil. But they say, we are the church. No, you're not the church. I want to ask you a quick question. Where did the disciples, where did the disciples gather together? They gathered together in the upper room. Is that correct? All right. Why? Because there was enough space to host 120 people. 
after the Holy Spirit was poured out upon them, how many did they become? 3,000. Oh, so in, in whose house did they gather? In whose house? Nobody's house, because nobody's house was big enough. They came together at the temple. That's where, where Peter baptized 3,000. When Peter and John met the man that could not walk from birth, where did he find him? Outside Simon's house? No, he found him outside the temple. They were on their way to the temple. Don't you tell me I don't need the church. You need the church. You can't grow by watching Russell Dubrain and Pete Pompey's on Facebook Live. You cannot grow. You have to have a spirit-filled church where the power of God is moving. Hallelujah. Where miracles flow. Where the corporate anointing of God is. And the devil thought that he's going to send COVID and he's going to destroy the church. But what he does not know is God was just getting us pure and holy for the move that's about to hit this world. Shout glory. The church is the only escape. I want to finish by giving you this and giving you a scripture. And then the presence of God is going to flood our souls. If you, if you study the grace of God, read from Revelation chapter 5. You won't find grace. Do you know why you don't find grace? Because you won't even find the church. The church is gone. The church is raptured here. All right, so grace is there because of the church. Mostly. I understand in the tribulation, there will be people that will be saved over very, very few, which is also the grace of God. But hear me, you see God's wrath. People say God is not wrathful. Now you don't read your Bible. The God's grace and God's wrath is equal. Equal. His wrath is so big that the Bible says that the angels will be silent in heaven for half an hour because of the wrath that they see on the earth because of sin. The Bible says, now listen to me right now, if God is happy with sin, and if God is happy with same-sex marriages, then God needs to apologize to Sodom and Gomorrah. God needs to take all of them out of hell. Come on and give them a better life. Are you listening to me? He's the same God, the same God, never changing. What he has deemed unholy back then, he deems as unholy today. There's certain facets that he changed. In other words, what he said is, is what you eat is not what makes you unholy, but what comes out makes you unholy. So there's still a context of what makes a man unholy. Are you listening to me? Why if you're still here? There's still a context to what is unholy. You know, people believe that today is the Sabbath. Well, I believe every day is the Sabbath. The Sabbath has not been created for man, but man for the Sabbath. Jesus Christ is my eternal rest. And I'm not in His rest on a Sunday. I'm on his, in His rest every single day of every single week. I hear somebody, does this guy eat pork? Yes! I love it. It's a fartfeater. The Bible says everything that you pray over is blessed. And if you find it in a butchery, you can eat it. Okay? So I don't walk in the field and say, oh, squirrel. No. If it's in a butchery, you can eat it. And when you pray over it, let me tell you, I've seen God can change that pig into meat. Or into chicken. Hebrews chapter 10. I'm the last one. Chapter 10 verse 26. If this one doesn't shake you, nothing will. For if we sin willfully. Um, this is in the grace dispensation. This is a grace preacher. For if we sin 
willfully after we have received the knowledge of the truth in other words you know the truth but then you sin willfully listen to what he says there no longer remains a sacrifice for sins but a certain fearful expectation of judgment in other words if you know the truth and you do the opposite judgment is coming it doesn't matter how you try to have your opinion about it you'll be judged and a fiery indignation which will devour the adversaries anyone who has rejected Moses's law dies without mercy on the testimony of two or three witnesses read on of how much worse punishment say worse worse punishment do you suppose will he be fought worthy who has trampled the son of God underfoot counted the blood of the covenant by which he was sanctified a common thing and insulted the spirit of grace do you understand what he says if you sin willfully after you've received the truth basically what you do is you try to crucify Jesus afresh you trample on the Son of God and you insult the Spirit of Christ this is why the Holy Spirit is the person of Christ in a man and when we reject the truth we reject him we trample upon him you know they said if they knew who they crucified they would never crucify the Lord of hosts so why do we crucify Christ afresh every day by living lives that we want to live and you know what we do we sin in the name of God you know God told me it's okay God showed me this and God showed me that all liars will have their part in a pool of fire all liars yes Holy Ghost Revelation 21 this is my last one he's the boss can I ask our team if you are here you can just come up for me but the cowardly this means the fearful do you understand why I should preach about fear but the fearful the unbelieving or the unfaithful abominable murderers sexually immoral sorcerers idolaters and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burns with fire and brimstone which is the second death now if God is just love and by the way God does not send you to hell you choose where you go you choose where you go let me tell you this if I if I tell Irvin Irvin I've been down this road there's danger around the corner don't go there and he says this vessel I feel judged then he's stupid I've been down that road of destruction I see that this so in other words I love him I don't want him to be hurt down that road do you understand that that's what a preacher does to your soul he's not here to judge you he's here to tell you don't go down that road I said don't go down that road listen to me most of you don't even know I was on my way to destruction Satan wanted to kill me many times in my life I've been away from God I've committed sin I was far away from God this is why I can stand here before you and tell you there's a better way and his name is Jesus Christ you can shun hell you can say goodbye hell I'm on my way to heaven I said I'm on my way to heaven I want you to lift your hands quickly to heaven right now I thank God for faith city that loves the word of truth the Bible says his word is like a hammer like a hammer and what his word has done this morning it is it's being you know it, it's breaking through walls till he gets to your soul 
I want you to just lift your hands to heaven. Would you forget about everybody? Forget about everything. It's just you and Jesus. Every hand lifted, every eye closed. Can we sing that song? Can you hear the sound of heaven? Can you hear the sound of heaven? Like the sound of many waters. It's the sound of worship coming from the throne. There are cries of adoration. Men from heaven.
Touch your people, Lord Jesus. Touch your people. your hands. The glory of the Lord is here. Surrender to him. Tonto Rabasiende, 
Come on, all across this place, lift your hands to heaven. Oh, come like a mighty rushing wind in this place, Lord. Come like fire. Even people in the back are being touched by the power of God right now. Can we see that? I break it. Demons, let it go in Jesus' name. Thank you, 
that's your Lord when we're here to the souls of the people. There it is. Worship. Let the fire of God touch him. Let the fire of God touch him, Lord. Fill him up, Lord, with your fire. In the name of Jesus. Fill him up with your fire, Lord. Fill him up with your fire, Lord. Fill him up with your fire, Lord. Oh, the devil is a liar. Devil is a liar. You are weak, devil. You are weak, Satan. You are weak, Satan. See, sometimes the devil thinks he's going to hide. Thank you, Lord. Jesus. Jesus. Come on, can we worship the King of Heaven? Come walk with me quickly. Come forward. Lord, thank you. Thank you for your fire on him. He's restored this morning. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Visit him today. Touch them today, Lord. Restore them completely, Lord fire of God come upon them afresh Jesus name like you've never seen before it's coming back thank you Jesus come and lift your hands all over he's here thank you for your touch Lord thank you for your touch master thank you for your power it's flowing here Lord Jesus your people will never be the same again they'll never be the same again Touch them, Jesus. Let your glory be known to them, Lord. In Jesus' name. Lord, thank you for your fire here. They'll never be the same again. Lord, they will never be the same again. They will never be the same again. Lord, touch Jessica from here to the soul. Touch Uncle David today, Lord. Fresh fire. Lord, thank you. Touch Uncle Rich this morning, Lord. Fresh fire. Fresh zeal, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Let him feel this fire, Lord. It's burning here. Oh, you are holy. Oh, you are holy. You are holy. Touch my name, Lord. Touch him. Touch him with your power. Lord, that's Barbara today. Right now with your power, Lord. They will never be the same again. They'll never be the same again. Worship you now. Thank you, Lord. 
Lord Jesus, I rebuke sugar diabetes in this body. Sugar diabetes, I command you, let him go right now. Touch his legs, Lord. Every effect that the sugar brings to this body, I curse it in the name of Jesus. I cancel every negative report spoken over him. I declare life, every hole, close up on those legs in Jesus' name. Release that power of God over you, sir. Receive it right now, that healing power. Touch him, Lord. He'll never be the same again. Come and lift those hands and worship him. He's here, people. Yes. Offer back what I pray for. Okay, what's wrong? Okay, give me on the Lord Jesus, touch her. Now, who the Son of Man says free is free indeed. Devil, let her go right now. You have no authority over her. I break that authority and power. Suicidal spirit, come out of her. Come out of her. Let her go. Woo. That's power. That's power. Thank you. Jesus touched it. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Complete healing in this body. Complete healing in this body, Lord. Do a miracle for him. Do a miracle for him. That's the power of God. Do a miracle for him, Lord. Just one more time. I want to ask every hand to be lifted. I want you to feel this. Lord, thank you. Heal this boy. Touch him, Lord. Make him perfect. Make him well. Thank you for your hand on his life. I want you to lift your hands, people. I feel the glory of the Lord here. You need the fire of God. We need the fire of God. You want that fire, you better lift those hands and say, Lord, I'm next. I'm next for the fire. Thank you, Jesus. I'm next, Lord. I'm next, Lord. Lord, let a fire be shut in their bones in the name of Jesus. Seed by seed, row by row, Lord, you do it for them. You do it for them, Lord. Come on, the glory of the Lord is here. Touch them all, Master. Touch them all, Jesus. Come on, ask Him. Fill me with your fire. You promise in your word. You'll baptize us with the Holy Ghost and fire. I want your fire. I want your fire. We want to do the work of God in these last days. We need the fire of His Spirit. It's so glorious. Miriam, come here. You can't, you can't just stand there. Jeez, the whole moment I feel the fire of the Lord. Lord Jesus. It's incredible. The fire of God. They will never be the same again. They will never be the same again. Ivan, come, you to my you to my left, come close. That's it. I want to just those to my left, Lord. Thank you. Touch Runel, Lord. Fresh fire from heaven. That's the fire of God. That's what is called Lord with the fire of God. Fire. Fire of the Holy Ghost, Lord. 
Bring me. Fire upon him, Lord. Jesus' name. Come on, lift those hands. He's here. You to my left. Come on here with Leone. I see the fire. Blood. That's fire. I told you the Lord is going to show up. I told you the Lord is going to show up. Oh, Lord Jesus. Wait, bring me more. Let my mom come out. Fire up the Lord. He's in this place. Lift your hands and receive it. Fresh fire from heaven. In the name of Jesus. Leon, come here. Bob God is on you. Come on, worship the Lord in this place. Oh, holy. We want your fire, Lord. Touch him. Touch him afresh. In the mighty name of Jesus. Oh. Fire of the Holy Spirit. The fire of the Holy Ghost, Lord. Oh, Ramama so And it feels up fire. God is here. Come with them to rush the Lord. Come here. The fire of God is on you, sir. It's all over you. I just saw it over you. Get ready for promotion. God is about to promote you. Lift your hands and receive it. I'm dangerous. It's promoting you in the spirit. I see this clear as day. We'll never be the same again. Holy, holy, Lord, let the Lord touch you. Let him touch you. Lord, touch this whole block. Come on, every one of you, lift your hands. Touch them all, Lord. From the heads to the soles of their feet. of the Lord upon them. Change them, Lord, forever. Forever. Oh, it's glorious. Thank you, Jesus. 
make you Jesus. That's this family. That's this family, Lord. <laughs> Let your glory touch them. In the name of Jesus. Every burden, Lord, lifted right now. In the name of Jesus. Woo! That's power. Receive it, sir. That's a Lord. That's a Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Joy unspeakable and full of glory. Joy, Lord. Joy, joy, joy. Thank you, Jesus. That's the Lord. That's the Lord of your power. Bless this family, Lord. Oh, that's fire. Bless this family, Lord. Bless this family, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Every heart's desire. You made that, Lord. You made it. Every heart's desire. Come through for them today, Lord. Break through. You ask the Lord, when is it our time? Today is it. Today is that day. The Lord has heard the cry of your heart. Church, your plea. Every stress, every burden broken of your life. In the name of Jesus. Don't worry what people say about you. Don't worry who's plotting against you. They will not prevail. God before you. Who can be against you? Thank you, Jesus. Woo! Thank you, Lord Jesus, for your power upon them. They'll never be the same again. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Touch him. Let him experience your glory today. That's it. That's it. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Bigger hunger than ever before. Oh, it's all over you. That's this family, Lord. In the name of Jesus, they'll never be the same again. You. right now that's Justin Lord fresh fire Lord that's Bertha right now from her head to the woo, that's power from the, to the soles of her feet Lord that's Roberta let the glory of the Lord fill them Lord in Jesus name thank you Jesus thank you for your glory on them they will never lack anything, Lord. More than enough. In the name of Jesus.
Lord, we thank you for visiting Vibe City this morning. This is your church, Jesus. And we declare as a church today that we will never compromise the truth. We'll never compromise the truth. We thank you, Lord, as people enter this building, that they will experience the fear of the Lord, that you will change them, heal them, Jesus mighty name and Lord let Jesus always be glorified in this place it will always be about you I want you just to agree with me before we go I want you to say I will not leave as I came I will never be the same person after this morning from this day I'm gonna walk in the spirit and not in the flesh let me just say this just every eyes closed hear me how can I walk in the spirit you know the quickest way to stay in the spirit is to have the consciousness knowing that the holy spirit is with you wherever you go whatever you do he's watching he's there you start to understand this this have the greatest consciousness about the spirit of god and i promise you he will help you i have to do this i have to pray for my kids dylan and kaylee come i want to lay hands on you you see, the anointing is not for myself, it's for God's people. And it is here. Can I ask the church just one more time to lift up your hands? Devil, whatever you plotted, I cancel it in the name of Jesus. I cancel the assignment of hell against them in Jesus' name. And I ask you to use them, Lord, for your glory. They will step into a fresh anointing like they've never seen it before. I don't say this because you both are my children. I want to tell you this because this is the word of God. You're going to see God provide for you throughout your whole life. Throughout your whole life. There will never be a day that you will go without. For God will make a covenant with the two of you from this moment onwards. A covenant that he will provide. Wherever you go shall be called Jehovah Jireh. The Lord shall provide. As, I, as, I, as, as we teach you always trust our Jesus you can always trust him keep him as the focus the Lord the fire that's on me let it move through them let it burn in the spirits in the name of Jesus thank you for this right now lift your hands and say with me Lord as he spoke over his children so I agree for my children in the name of Jesus we will never be the same again how do you stop a service like this the glory of the Lord is here thank you so much thank you so much Dennis you wanted to the glory changed them Lord let me say this as I, as I looked at your shoe I just heard the Lord say this to me as far as you're willing to go that's how far God will go. Don't say that your faith has failed. Just stretch out your hand. He'll pull you right out. And when he pulls you from the deep, your faith will increase. Just never allow the devil to make you sit in that boat. God will increase you from faith to faith. Step out of that boat. You can trust him. You can trust him. God doesn't want you to swim. He wants you to walk on the water. Now, Lord, I thank you wherever these feet go.
that is marked of God. It's blessed, Lord. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Did you enjoy today? If I don't stop now, we're going to go into...